Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Tales and Tunes. I'm your host, Frankie. The track bringing us into this week's show, Master Plan, composed by Simon Vickland. This is from Payday 2. Uh, I wanted to throw this in here because Payday 3 finally got an official release date trailer, I suppose, because I'm pretty sure Payday 3 has been announced for a while now, but uh, I know that's like Starbreeze's big moneymaker these days. Um, I was kind of disappointed by what I saw of it just because it looks... It doesn't look much different from Payday 2, but um, I don't know. Still uh, looks like a really cool, fun heist co-op game with your buds. Uh, I know Brent uh, is excited about it as well, so hopefully get in there and play a little Payday 3 with him when that comes out at some point. So I think it's September, I believe it was. So I don't know. It looked cool. Payday 2 has a cool soundtrack, so I figured why not dig into a Payday 2 track for the start of this week's show. So this next track um, is more so from the arcade version of mortal Kombat 2 now this like a part of this would play as you're walking past it like you would get like a random character's bio screen and it like had this really like rock and music playing you know to go along with it as you're kind of reading like the bio for like sub-zero or johnny cage or Liu kang or something but um i remember hearing this music a lot um there was a pizza shop we used to go to when i was a kid um that has since closed down but they had a mortal Kombat 2 cabinet so every time we'd go in there we'd be waiting for our food but my mom would give me a couple quarters so i'd go play mortal Kombat while we were waiting for our pizza so uh it was really fun but um the track from uh, mortal Kombat 2 we're gonna listen to today is the epilogue shao khan's last stand composed by dan ford <laughs> Thank you. 
Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay looked uh, really good, so real excited to get my hands on Mortal Kombat 1 when that comes out in September. Uh, need to play 11. It sounds like you know Ed Boon's kind of taking some story beats from Mortal Kombat 11, rebooting the universe. Um, you know, so they kind of mixed up everything. Like now, Scorpion and Sub Zero are brothers. Uh, different characters used to be enemies and now friends. Like it sounds like it's, they're just completely remixing what made Mortal Kombat, and I'm real excited to check out what that means. So, uh, looks really fun. The uh, camo characters, the uh, cameo characters, look really cool too. Um, they kind of use like callbacks to like the old character styles. So you have like Jax, like dressed as he was in Mortal Kombat 2, Kano from Mortal Kombat 1, Sonya from Mortal Kombat 1, Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat 2. Like it looked really cool. So we're going to be really interested to see how that whole game like plays when that comes out. But what they showed uh, at Summer Games, whatever, looked really cool. So very excited about it. So another game I'm kind of starting to get excited about is Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm more so excited about this because from what we've seen of it, it looks like they're kind of going back to the roots of Assassin's Creed in terms of combat. I'm not a big Origins. I, I, I haven't liked the Assassin's game since then. I don't like the new combat system. I can appreciate the new RPG mechanics, but I just the combat never felt comfortable to me. It was always very clunky. Uh, camera angles were annoying. I'm sure they've you know kind of ironed all that out with Valhalla. I know a lot of people love that game, but... Uh, just not for me. So Mirage looks like a return to form for Assassin's Creed. So obviously I'm going to wait and, you know, kind of hear more about it when it comes out just because, you know, you watch gameplay videos on anything and you can hope it's one way, but ends up being another kind of like well long when that was announced, I was really hoping that was going to be a more Ninja Gaiden-esque game and not more Souls-likes because I'm really tired of those. But, um, anyways, uh, in honor of Assassin's Creed Mirage, I figured this week we're going to share a track from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is probably going to be the next Assassin's Creed game I finally sit down and play through because I never finished this one. Um, back in the day, Brotherhood introduced the uh, multiplayer component for Assassin's Creed, so had um, multiplayer trophies, which meant I never played it. <laughs> so um, the track from Brotherhood we're going to listen to today is titled City of Rome and is composed by Jesper Kidd.
So another weird thing that got announced over the past couple weeks was um, Bulletstorm VR. Um, Look, I really enjoyed Bulletstorm a whole hell of a lot. I love that game. But I don't think I ever want to play that game in VR. Like, it just doesn't seem like a game tailored for VR. You know what I mean? Like, you got the whole thing in the game is like you can kick people, which I, I love games that let me kick people. But, like, so you're gonna punch and that's gonna be your foot like i don't i don't know man i just the whole the whole idea of bulletstorm in vr just doesn't appeal to me and that sucks because i i'm glad they're doing something with bulletstorm but i'd rather they just made a fucking sequel <laughs> like it doesn't need to be in vr and i i love vr as well but there's no way in hell i'd ever want to play this in vr but uh in honor of bulletstorm <laughs> being mentioned in the mainstream again um, we're going to listen to the theme from the first game. This is the Bulletstorm theme, and I'm going to butcher these names. It's composed by Michael Selecki and Christoph Werzikwi. So another disappointing thing that Sony decided to show at their shitty show- showcase was uh, a trailer for the stupid Twisted Metal show that I just, I can't get behind it. I just, I don't, I don't want a Twisted Metal show. David Jaffe's not attached to it. I know he had some really cool ideas for like, you know, tooth slasher movies or something. I could get behind something like that, but I don't like Anthony Mackie. Like I don't, he's like him. I don't like whoever the fuck the dude is that plays uh Winter Soldier, like 
I just, I, I'm not a fan of them. So like, I don't care for his acting style. I don't care for seeing him in Twisted Metal. I mean, it's cool they got Samoa Joe to like play the actual body of Tooth, but I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I'm not interested in this Twisted Metal show. But you know, that got me thinking about Twisted Metal, which of course led me back to um, the the poor man's Twisted Metal that I used to play when I was a kid because we didn't have a PlayStation. Was uh, Cell Damage. So my brother and I played the shit out of this game on the GameCube, and um, I recently learned because they did do an HD version for the, uh, they, I think they released it on everything, but they did an HD version and they based it on the European version. So the American version of the game, you could basically, there was this harpoon weapon pickup you could grab, and it was a one-hit kill. And I learned that the European version wasn't like that one's, that weapon is, it'll do damage and that's it. And I was like, this is pretty fucking lame. <laughs> So, um, I tracked down, it came out on the GameCube and the, um, the Xbox, um, it came out on PS2 in Europe. So I think that port was based on that version of the game, <sighs> but, um, yeah, so my brother and I played the shit out of uh, cell damage on the GameCube. And, uh, one of, uh, one of our favorite maps was this like wild west map that they had. Um, I think the character you unlocked with it was like this bull who threw butcher knives or something. Cause each character has like their own signature weapon. So my brother liked Cinder, who's like a little devil guy, and like his weapon was a wood grinder, which you had to get up behind someone, run into him, and it would just grind him up to kill him. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, my main character was, uh, I think Foulmouth is his name, but he was a, like a mobster duck. So his like, main weapon is this like, unpredictable Tommy gun that does more damage than the regular machine gun, but far less accurate. Um but really cool game, a lot of wacky ass characters. Um, as the name implies, you know it's a cell shaded car combat game. Has a lot of cool levels. Um, it's pretty neat. So if you're ever interested in checking it out, I recommend looking for the um, the old GameCube or original Xbox version if you're in the U.S. Um, if you don't really completely care about some of the changes they made to the European version, it's available on I think it's on PS4, it's on Xbox, I think it's on the Switch as well. Um, but it's worth checking out if you're into those games. It's a really fun couch um, multiplayer game if you have friends over. Um, good time. So the track from Cell Damage we're going to listen to today is titled Wild Wooly West, and it's composed by Eggplant Productions.
So Airship Syndicate is about to release their new game, Waylanders. Um, I'm not totally on board with it just because I don't... I don't have time to play games as it is. So trying to line up schedules with friends to play multiplayer games just isn't ideal most of the time. And Waylanders looks like a game that you're going to need, you know, like kind of like going back to the days of when I had time for Destiny, like you're going to be doing like dailies and and all kinds of, of fun stuff with your friends. And I unfortunately just don't have time for that. It makes me sad because I love, absolutely love Airship Syndicate, big Joe Matterera fan. And, um, yeah, but um, the other thing, too, is if you are a comic book reader, uh, if you're familiar with Battle Chasers, Joe Matarera's work in the, uh, I think it was in the mid-90s now, um, but Battle Chasers, he had ended the series on a cliffhanger and then went on hiatus forever. Um, one of the tiers for Battle Chasers when it was on Kickstarter was that he was going to continue the story, so... All these years later, um, we're finally getting the next issue of Battle Chasers, which, if, as you're listening to the show, actually dropped last week. So if you're into comic books, check your local comic shop. They might still have a couple copies out, but Image is uh, producing some new Battle Chasers comics, so those are out now. Um, so from Battle Chasers Night War, this is probably one of my favorite tracks from the game. I listened to this one a whole lot. Um, I know Brent, my, uh, my old short pause compadre, was a big fan of this one as well. Um, but this music basically is your first boss fight in the game. You now you get to the end of the first dungeon, and this music's playing as you're fighting uh, the first boss. So this is When the Smoke Clears, composed by Clark Powell for Battle Chasers Night War. <laughs> games that got a sequel announced during the uh, showcase week was the Talos Principle. So Talos Principle, if you've never played it, you're playing as a robot, and I'm pretty sure, like, I know there's, like, a story to it, and, like, it's some, like, religious god stuff and whatnot, but the whole, like, gameplay thing of it is you're basically going through and solving a whole bunch of puzzles, um, kind of in the style of Portal. 
um it's it's really cool there's like all these different light puzzles and just like you're like navigating through this world solving all kinds of puzzles and it's a really fun really cool game to pick up if you just want to sit down play through a couple puzzles here and there move on like it's it's nice um so in honor of the talus principle 2 which i believe is coming out in august getting an official release trailer um we're gonna listen to made of words from the talus principle composed by damian mervnik into the light, child.
All right, before we head out this week, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Tales and Tunes. If you like any of the music you heard in the show, if it is commercially available somewhere in some way, shape, or form, reasonably, I do have links for you to purchase the tracks, soundtracks, in the description for this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. So please support the people who make this podcast possible so that we can continue to get more awesome music from games and whatever in the future. If you have any requests for the show, you can reach out to me on Twitter at ViperStrike, V-Y-P-R-S-T-R-Y-K-E. Just send me a DM about uh, the YouTube link about the track that you'd like me to share on the show. Tell me why you love it, and uh, we'll listen to it with you and enjoy it on the show. So we're heading out this week with a track from a game that I uh, decided to play through when I was off last week, uh, that being Control. Um, You know, I did get to the point in the game where you hear, you know, take control from a couple weeks ago that jd had requested for the show that was a cool moment uh just watching that unfold in the game <laughs> it's so cool um i don't want to spoil it in case anyone else also decides this is going to be when they're going to pick up control because alan wake 2 is coming out and maybe you want your remedy fix before then but um yeah it was a really cool moment so um i also doing some research for, from this band actually um Old Gods of Asgard is actually Poets of the Fall. I guess it's like their in-game universe band. <laughs> so um, it turns out that um, one of the guys in the band is good friends with one of the audio guys at Remedy. So that's why Remedy has Poets of the Fall music in them in almost every single game. Um, some stuff written exclusively for Remedy games, obviously, with uh, Take Control and uh, some stuff from Alan Wake. But... um. So playing through Control, there's uh, this uh, lab that you stumble across that's like um kind of like the old Magnavox. I think was it Magnavox? The commercials with the guy in the armchair sitting in front of the speakers. Um, but there's like a room like that, and you hit a button and it starts playing this song, and uh, it's not on the soundtrack. And I was like, oh, "This is good music. What is this?" So of course you look it up. It's Poets of the Fall, which uh, I think uh, they actually had an album coming out around when this game was launched, was initially releasing. So. Um, they had this sound room that played this song in it, and it's really cool. Um, I know there's a puzzle associated with it that I haven't solved yet, um, but I'm still kind of working through the game. I have one more trophy? I think one more trophy to get the platinum, so we're almost done. So um, We're going to go out this week with My Dark Disquiet, performed by Poets of the Fall from Control, so you guys enjoy this, and I'll see you guys back here next Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another episode of Tales and Tunes. Thank you.
Mesmerizing, my dark disquiet lay in such eerie arms.